0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Find your new ride at Kia Macomb's all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why Macomb loves Kia Macomb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price.
1: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Right
2: on call! You're
0: listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also can be found on your local supertalk mississippi radio station, but head on over to supertalktv.com. You can watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. And today we're going to talk about a way that you can explore Hattiesburg in a new and exciting way. And that's through a geo tour. You're going to want to learn about this. Joining us to tell us a little bit more is Miss Marlo with Visit Hattiesburg. Hey, Marlo. Hey, good afternoon, Rebecca.
3: Definitely, can we believe that we are finishing up with 2022? It's hard to believe.
1: It's so hard to believe. It's coming quick, fast in a hurry, and so many families now have a good two and a half weeks off, and they're wondering, what do I do with my children? What do I get out and enjoy? And so, I think the Geo Tour Geo Tour is a great opportunity to explore the Pine Belt in a new way. So share with us, how did this come about?
3: Well, a lot of people don't know what the word GeoTour means or what a cache is or geocache. And so we were thrilled two weeks ago to launch Mississippi's first ever GeoTour, official GeoTour, and it's in the city of Hattiesburg. Um, so we are one of 72 GeoTours in the entire United States and 112 Worldwide. So the closest geo tour to Hattiesburg is six hours away, which makes the hub city a really desirable destination for people who like this. So what is a geo tour? A geo tour is a collection of locations that each have their own hidden little geocache. So if you think years back, whenever Pokemon Go was all the rage, a lot of people including my own kids. We'd have to get in the car, we'd have to go all around town or if we were in a new town and explore and get all those Pokemon um, and put them on our phone so that we could rack up points. So this is a little bit different in that it tells you more about a city, a community, historic sites, maybe public parks, murals, locations, just cool things to do in an area. And so we've already seen a tremendous outpouring of response. Since we launched this just two weeks ago
1: So they're called caches So how many caches are throughout the Pine Belt?
3: So we have 40 caches Located um, in a proximity In Hattiesburg And just a few miles outside of Hattiesburg So 40 caches So it's a good day, day and a half adventure So what we like to do Is we like to tell people If you're looking to do things in the great outdoors Come and enjoy our um, public art trail That we have We just unveiled our 41st public art mural in Hallysburg yesterday, and so we've got a lot of public art out here, but you can also do this, stop by the zoo, So there's just a lot of things to turn it into a day or a weekend trip or something fun to do during the holidays. But the good news is, Rebecca, is this little coin that you see right here, you actually receive this once you complete the passport. So you redeem it at various locations. And so we've got a lot of prizes, a lot of different things that people can really um, get and collect once they go around to all the different locations. So it's it's a really cool new attraction for us. And the best part is, guess what? It's free.
1: Well, was my question was free. And then I was, how do you get a passport?
3: So you can download a passport from h or a lot of our various partners throughout the city. They actually have them. But if you download the app for GeoTour, which is an app, you can go to the Apple Store or if you're on Android, you can get that in the typical way that you would download an app. And once you see it, it'll load all the different locations here in Hattiesburg for you to be able to see where to go and what to do. You have to have a smartphone, you have to have an iPad, you have to have some type of GPS device that allows you to kind of go on this little scavenger hunt all around Hattiesburg to see these things. So if you're two years old, if you're 92 years old, You can be in the car. You can be, you know, with a group of people and just go in. And it has been a ton of fun. We've gotten a tremendous response so far.
1: Is there a time limit on when you can uh, fill up your passport? Because I feel like with 40 stops, maybe, especially if you live in the surrounding area or you're coming to visit, if you did them over a couple of visits and then you finally were able to sort of cash out to sort of keep you, you know, connected to it? Or does it have to be, you know, within a certain amount of time?
3: That's a great question. It does not have to be within a certain amount of time. So you can actually come, do a dozen, do 18 of them on a great Saturday, and then come back the following week, you know, and finish them out. So you don't have to do it all at once, but you want to keep your passport. And every passport has a clue and a hint. So you have to know the code word for all of them. So it really is a lot of fun. Once you have your completed passport, you can either present that in person at various locations in Hattiesburg, or you can just mail it in to us at visit Hattiesburg and then we'll pop your coin, that GEO coin that you received back in the mail to you at your home address
1: this sounds so interesting Marlo I feel like for families really just looking for something to do or sort of add extra if you're driving through even if you don't get all 40 of them if you just pick a couple to sort of enrich your road trip to me it's just an added element that you're always going to remember this so you're talking about the caches I think I saw a photo it looks like a you know like a box that you would bury in the ground if you were going to put something there as sort of a time capsule What, what do you find when you get to the actual cache when you When you open it up, is there anything actually in it or is it more of just learning about the location on your, on your device?
3: So that's a great question. So every time you locate the actual cash in uh, from the various forty ones we have some of them might look a lot different. So we, we don't want to give away too many hints on this, but um, some of them are actually handcrafted things by artists that are in our Hattieburg community that they've made things. Some might contain stained glass and it might be really beautiful and it's outside in the woods. Some of them might be like a little ammo can where um, it's painted on the outside and you see things in there. So they all kind of look a little bit different. And some of the feedback that we've received from people who have already completed this tour, they say that it's one of the best ones they've ever done yet. So, you know, we've easily got several hundred hours in this and just trying to make it as creative and wonderful as possible before we even launched it. So, to hear back that people are enjoying the promotional items, signing the logbook, all the different places that we have, what our clues are and how we've done all that. It just really fills us with joy uh, that people are already enjoying it and just really, you know, having a great way to spend, you know, some time with family or friends in the great outdoors and just enjoying a beautiful part of Mississippi.
1: How long have you guys been, I guess, I'm sure fighting and sparring over the 40 locations? Because it feels like even though you've got 40, that's still not a lot. Like when you think about all the places you probably could have chosen uh, to select. So how did that kind of process, um, you know, shake out?
3: I'm so glad you asked that because it has been difficult to try to just curate this down to 40 different locations. You know, Hattiesburg, uh, prior to the pandemic, and we're nearly back to where we were um, in 2019, we hosted more than 2 million visitors in Hattiesburg a year. You know, tourism is a $300 million economy just here in Hattiesburg. And so it was so tremendous to try to figure out how can we get people to come back and feel safe and, you know, all the different social distancing things that we were doing. And so our community has just uh, helped us so much grow by leaps and bounds and figure out new ways to invite people to come in our community and learn more about it. But also a lot of our locals are getting more engaged and our residents are just really enjoying all the things. So, right now, today, Rebecca, we have 40. I mean, we could have 140. So, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a process for us, and we look forward to being able to add more, certainly. This is a pilot program because we're the first in Mississippi. It's been tremendously successful, and we look forward to just growing it and just engaging more people and partners. You know, Mississippi Power has come on as a partner for us. Hancock whitney Bank also has, two. So we've got the public sector and the private sector working together to really present a great way to learn more about nature and conservation, but also just a way to enjoy good, clean family fun, too.
1: Which I think we're all a little hungry for and you're going to need over the next couple of weeks. I know the next few days are going to be really cold, but y'all, it's going to be back in the 60s come next week. So you're going to want to get out and stretch your legs and do something. So remind us, uh, go back, Marlo, where do we go and get our passport and what app do we need to download?
3: So go to HBerggeotour.com. That's HBurggeotour.com, Or you can just go to geotour.com. That's the main international website. Download the app. It'll tell you what to do and all the things that you need to know about Hattieburg's Geotour you can find out there. Also, sprinkled throughout our community at a lot of our tourism attractions, you can actually pick up those things in person. So also on our Facebook page and our website at visit we try to make it very easy for people who want to really do this and learn more about Hattiesburg to feel like they're part of this experience. So we encourage everyone to just enjoy it. I know it's going to be cold this weekend, um, but if you're in Hattiesburg for the holidays, definitely next week is a great time to be able to enjoy the Geo Tour too.
1: Well, I appreciate it. I think it's super cool. Congratulations to Hattiesburg for being the first in the state to do it and to give it a try. And Merry Christmas.
3: Merry Christmas.
1: Thanks for all you, me, Rebecca. All righty, you guys. Yeah. Stick with us. we got more up next.
0: It's Christmas.
1: like that's an exact representation of what the wind and the weather is going to be doing in the next 24 to 48 hours here in Mississippi. I was, uh someone was sharing with me yesterday that I think what, out west, where they've already kind of experienced the big shift in weather, it was reported, and I may get it a little bit wrong, but I think like within 30 or 40 minutes, the temperature dropped like 30 or 40 degrees, and so it was like a degree a minute, and there was somebody out there holding up like a big... Uh, thermometer, and you could just watch it like, and it was on time lapse, right? And so you could just watch it slowly just drop, 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 drop. And I don't know if that's exciting and fascinating or depressing or all of the above, but it's coming and it's coming fast. It's odd because I'm not sure what the weather's like everywhere right now in Mississippi, but here in Central, it's not like bone chilling by any means. We're close to 60 degrees. You need a light jacket, but you can get about out and about and feel fairly comfortable and then to think that oh it's going to change so fast in terms of in the morning it's one of those things where you get up and you am i am am in the same place did i did i change places locations in the middle of the night like this isn't where i went to sleep did i wake up somewhere new but i hope you wake up somewhere warm and if you are looking for something to do or not to get out and do you can stay snuggled up with super talk tomorrow because a mississippi christmas with steve azar is going to kick off at 1 p.m tomorrow and he's going to play he's not going to play but they will be playing hours and hours of christmas classics and tunes in fact i think it runs all the way through christmas afternoon i think there's 50 hours in total you're going to have conversations with Steve and his celebrity friends. You're going to have great Christmas music. And then if you want to take it to Supertalk TV or uh, supertalk.fm, you can find the log there bouncing around and sort of have that in the background. If well, the really log like. will be bouncing. <laughs> Every time I say it, it changes. It doesn't roar. it crackling. <laughs> now I think of like a cartoon logs just boop. Boop,
2: boop, boop, like. well, I instantly thought of Ren and Stimpy <laughs> with their little insert cartoon commercial in the middle of the episode where it's log, it's log.
1: I know you know what I know exactly what uh, what you're speaking of. Well, over on the Good Things Facebook group, if you're just scrolling through the Book of Faces, it's always a good place to come for some positive and uplifting headlines and fun conversation. And so today is actually National Regift Day, and I thought this just opens up for an honest conversation about the art of regifting. And there is well, an. You know art why to it's it.
2: on today, right? Why? Because today is that like Goldilocks zone of. I'm running out of time to go out and buy something.
1: Oh, do I just give something? Or do I just
2: look around the house and find something I don't use, haven't used, won't use?
1: Well, that is one form of regifting. It would be giving something from your home that you've already bought, paid for, and then repackaging it as a present or an offering to someone else. Or it's also regifting something that was given to you that wasn't a good match or a good fit. And then you decide to pay it forward and what are maybe the proper etiquette sort of around it. And I I mean, there's not a right or wrong. I've regifted. I think I'm very under the impression that if it if the shoe doesn't fit, I mean, don't keep it. If it's a nice gift, but it's just not your style, then obviously like pay it forward Um, like candles, lotion, a lot of different things. Uh, that I've been gifted through the years or been um, given through speaking or whatever it may be. They're just not my cup of tea. I know I won't use them, so I pay them forward. I think the the gray area is you give someone the impression that you bought and paid for it, and then maybe that's not there. Are you honest with – I mean, you'd hate to say, here's this candle. I can't stand the smell, but I think you'll love it. I mean that doesn't feel. I was given this candle. Can't stand the smell, but I think you're going to love it. It's not a really a, a generous way. Or does it matter? Because once it's in your possession, it's in your possession, and then the thought of someone else, you know, what? Why does it matter if they're not the one that bought it off the shelf?
2: I try. I personally, I try to avoid regifting. But the few times I have regifted, it was because when I was given the gift. I immediately thought of the person that I wound up re-gifting it to. I immediately thought, wow, so-and-so would love something like this. And then it just happened, well, why don't I just give them that?
1: I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. I the
2: think- one thing you run into, though, with regifting gifting is you don't want to re-gift within the same circle. So, like, if you have family Christmas... And a family member gives you something. you don't want to hang on to it till the next Christmas and re-gift within family Christmas.
1: no, you don't want to do that. And that's what I was like, Have you ever caught somebody like re-gifting something? And if they're honest and they own it, I don't think that's a wrong thing. I think it's just the the southern etiquette gets icky as if you take ownership in finding it, buying it, and then and then gifting it. I think that only really comes down though to birthdays, Christmas or whatever, because if you give happies and they're just, Hey, here's a little happy. I think you would enjoy it. I don't think it really matters where it came from. But if it's like your birthday and now you're giving a pair of jeans that your mom bought you that doesn't fit, that feels weird. I mean, it feels like I I didn't actually buy it for you, but I feel like you would have it. I don't know. That's it's why it's weird. It's why it's a conversation. I don't think there's a right or wrong if your intentions are pure. I just think that it can be you got to you've got to be delicate with it. JoJo and Bentonia says it's been some time but for over 20 years in our family there was a fruitcake that was constantly being passed from one to another and it's always interesting to see who was going to get the fruitcake next. I know we're sort of beyond like the white elephant whatever parties now I mean we're right here on Christmas but in a life group that we were in a couple years ago there was this hideous sort of antique uh, porcelain purse thingy, majiggle. It was awful. It was something you would get from a um, an offhand store or whatever, and it was making it. It was became the running joke because it would become the gift, and so each and you don't know what you're picking right when you're when you're playing that game so every year somebody would wind up with it and it was their job to bring it back the next year and keep it sort of in this you know in the circulation which added a, a level of fun and excitement to it or what you know or whatnot but the fruitcake i think that's kind of cool like that's kind of like and then how long will the fruitcake survive without growing mold you could do that with the mcdonald's hamburger too you could start that tradition this year and see if it looks the same when little Susie graduates high school. It's the family McDouble. <laughs> and check in on it every year and see see if it's if see if it's changed at all. And that would probably terrify you, to be honest. Um regift and re gift it back. Well, re gift it back. You don't wanna th- that would be when you need to be aware of who gave it to you or or, or whatever. But I know like with birthday parties. And I frowned like a, when you first hear it, you frown upon it. And I'm talking about with kids, not so much with adults, especially when they're little bitty or like under the age of really seven and they're still getting toys. Sometimes they get so many toys, so many, toys. especially if they have like a big birthday party. I knew a lot of friends who would allow their kids to open all their toys, obviously, on their birthday, like open the presents, but then they would kind of select the ones maybe they already had or something similar to, and then would put them up in the closet, and then they would pull from that when Little Johnny had a birthday party, or Little Susie had a birthday party. Now, you gotta make sure that you don't get Little Johnny the same dinosaur pack that Little Johnny gave your kid, because then that gets weird. Um, But at first I was like, man, that's that's kind of tacky, but then I thought the more the more kids I had that had birthdays and that had friends who had birthdays, I kind of thought that's genius. You just, I mean, they don't know, and and it's you know, kind of everybody goes around the same age that way. What do you feel about that, Rhino?
2: I don't have a problem. I know with it's just it, it, I don't yeah. have kids, but I could see that being a definite time saver, money saver, and mind saver.
1: I also know of parents who do that during birthday time, and then they will keep it for the big guy.
2: Or, and this is something I remember happening a few times growing up, where if it gets this close to Christmas and you need something like toothpaste or deodorant or something like that, that you would normally just, hey, I need this. You tell your parents, they go to the store, they get you some more. Until it's about this time before Christmas, and you go, hey, Mom, I need some more toothpaste. All right, but it's going to be for your Christmas.
1: You can almost get away with that from everything. Hey, Mike from Weston actually has a really good tip, not on gift-giving, but in the freezing weather, after the rain, dry the inside of your car door so they don't freeze shut. I never thought of that.
2: Especially if you have a one of those handles that you can go from the top or the bottom because those those really can come off the door if you're trying to pry open a frozen door. I mean, any handle can has the potential to come off the door if you're applying that much force to it. So, yeah, you, you want to make sure your car is thawed a little bit, but do not pour hot water oh, on icy dude. windows. That's my best. You were going to make a mess and <laughs> be out about exactly 100 bucks. That's definitely your,
1: what your windshield will sound like. <laughs> All right, stick with us. We got more for you up next. No, that's All right. Christmas party singing.
0: Christmas party Rebecca Turner. She looks. Healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Can watch good things. Your computer device. Just head on over to SupertalkTV.com. But you may want to get out and watch a movie. If there was ever a yeah. better time to get out and do that, it would be this upcoming weekend. We've got Tanya in the studio to tell us all of our moody, moody, moody movie <laughs> needs yeah. over the upcoming holiday. I, you know what? I'm so ready for a break, <laughs> a moody little break. But it does. It feels like this is going to be perfect movie watching weather.
4: Yeah, for sure. So this is a great time to catch up. So if you haven't seen some of the big ones out there they uh, like Black Panther's still in theaters, Top Gun's back, Maverick. So, you know, this is a great time to go catch up. But then we do have some new releases. Uh, one we talked briefly about last last week, um, the new Puss in Boots movie is out. Um, it came out yesterday. So that's one the whole family can enjoy. And um, we've got two new ones coming out tomorrow. Uh, the first one is Babylon. And I remember telling you about a month ago How excited I was to see this one. You thought this had, like, Oscars. Yeah, and it does. It's already received Critics' Choice nomination, Golden Globe. It's got Brad Pitt. It's... Horrible. <laughs> I did not like it at all. I was not, I did mean, not <laughs> see that coming. I mean, it just is not my cup of tea. It's rated R for a reason, but it's about three different characters who are all involved in the music, I mean, the movie industry in the 1920s Hollywood. And they all kind of have their own backstories trying to make it big. And so it sort of just um, follows the highs and the lows of their time in Hollywood lots of gross stuff um definitely are um so just know that going in and I mean it just starts off honestly the it took me about three nights to watch this um I had a screener to watch it at home
1: say how did you watch it yeah
4: and um I stopped it the first night after 15 minutes I was like uh and I'm you know, got a good night's rest and decided, okay, I'm going to try it. And I watched about another 30 minutes, and then I finished it up on the third night. But um, So why is yeah. it getting praised? You know, I don't know. Um, Damien Chazelle is the director. He's the guy that did um, La La Land, you know, feel good, beautiful movie. And, you know... I'm sure there's lots of people that like it, but I'm just not one of them. You know, every now and then, or it seems like every year, there's one big movie that everybody's loving and it's getting all the Oscar love, and I just don't get it. And this is one of them for me. Uh, Last year it was Licorice Pizza. I mean, I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was that great. Um, And then a couple years ago, The Favorite you know, everybody loved that one, and, and I thought it was horrible. So, you know, teaches on, but exactly. that's exactly, but
1: that is why you're allowed to have, you, you know, your, your opinion. That's yeah, yeah,
4: but to me, it just was, it's um just a little too adult for me. Uh-huh. But, get where you're going. With yeah, that. yeah. Um But one that's a little, little better, PG-13, is the Whitney Houston story. <gasps> Uh, It is also coming out tomorrow, and this really shows her life from, you know, when you see her sign her first record contract all the way to her death. And, um, you know, to me, it's reminded me a little bit of the Aretha Franklin movie that came out, I believe it was either earlier this year or last year. Can't keep up with time mm-hmm. these days. I hear you, um, but you know how it glossed over some of the the dark parts of Aretha's life. Kind of the same here. I mean, you do see some of the the stuff that went on in her life that was on the, you know all of the headlines back in the day, but um, a lot of it is also glossed over. So. I thought it was a good movie. If you love the music, you're going to love it. And I mean, who doesn't love Whitney Houston's music? Um, the best part or highlight for me is they recreate her singing the national anthem, which I mean, that was something that everybody talked about and still talks about to this day. Um, so the girl that plays Whitney, her name is Naomi, a And, you know, In the previews, I kept saying, she just doesn't look like Whitney Houston. But then, you know, that's not always possible. But my goodness, her performance is incredible. She really does become Whitney Houston. So I think they made a great choice. Um, Stanley Tucci plays Clive Davis, who we all know. And then um, Ashton Sanders uh, plays Bobby Brown. So you might have recognized him from Moonlight. That was a big um award winner a few years ago has Bobby Brown come out and said anything about the movie not that I know of Um I was thinking you know they did a documentary on her last year I believe Um and I want to say that some of the family was kind of opposed to it and I, I really can't remember the details and I can't remember where his uh, where he lied with all of that, you know. It would just be interesting considering, you know, he's still with us. Yeah, I know. Bless him. <laughs> he's had so much loss. <laughs> I mean, you know. Bless his heart. I know. And then the final one, um, is The Whale. This one has been out for a little while, but it's wide release this weekend. Um, this is the one that Brendan Fraser's getting all the love for. And his performance is incredible. The movie overall is good, um, but he is certainly the standout in this one. It's rated R, uh, but he is just a recluse, morbidly obese man who is a teacher and he's doing, you know, online teaching, pretends like his camera doesn't work because he doesn't want anyone to see him, and he's just kind of, you know, lived this very, alone lonely life um and he does have a daughter that he tries to reconnect with so that's kind of what the movie's about but yeah brandon definitely deserves every every have you seen that one you saw that yeah one. yeah he he is really is really that incredible. streaming or is that just um no it's only in theaters right now so i'm sure it will be streaming pretty soon i know like top gun is streaming starting Tomorrow, I think. So I know you know you can still go see it in the movie, though. And I would encourage you if you haven't seen it to see oh, it absolutely. at the theater. But that would be a good one to sort of
1: rewatch if you want to just snuggle in and be yeah, warm definitely. Dwayne and Brandon wants to know. How did you like the Avatar movie, or have you seen it? yet? I still have not seen
4: it. Because it's a commitment? Yes, it is a commitment, <laughs> and I am determined I'm watching the first one again before I see it. so that is one of my plans for christmas. your They
1: mentioned their son saw it last night. I'm curious, did your son enjoy it? You can let us know your their thoughts on it. Um, I haven't heard anyone that's seen it, but yeah, me either. It's like
4: I think, because, but I haven't asked either. yeah, well, it was released. I' um, probably the same for you like those few days where my kids were getting out of school and so there were just so many other things going on and I feel like a lot of people probably are in that boat and will probably go see it during the break. I've got several friends who have took today
1: as an opportunity to go see Puss, Puss in Boots and so I'm hope I'm waiting for there to see if it'll be something for the family to go. Yeah. Mainly for the little one, not so much I know it's going to be a cute movie but more like will she enjoy it?
4: Yeah. Now the when I saw it there were a lot of Of uh, adult only. I mean, a lot of people in there without kids. So that tells you how much, you know, he resonates with everybody. (laughs) I just love Antonio Banderas. I mean, his voice is the best. I do. I appreciate that. He reminds me of the. Well, what's the little thing on
1: uh, Lion Witch, in the wardrobe? I think it's the is it the first one or the second one? It's the little mouse, the or is it the mouse or whatever? I can't think of his name. Anyway, he reminds me of the same sort of personality, and we had just streamed that the other night, so it was on my on my mind. Speaking About of cheap, yes, see, the little and he gets to go on the other side at the end of the movie. He gets to go to anyway, and so they had that same kind of might small but mighty you know gusto yeah yeah confidence that you know you don't think would fit the you know the the body yeah i guess the animal or whatever yeah streaming wise what could we catch up on do you think
4: um well you've got spirited which is though um will ferrell and um mark uh, wobbler um, um. i can see ah! i keep wanting to say Channing Ryan Tatum. Reynolds. thank you yes yes <sighs> Yeah, it's their little holiday movie, a twist on a Christmas carol. Um, and of course, Top Gun Maverick tomorrow. Lots of Christmas movies. Netflix has three or four originals that they've filmed or made and they're all cute. So, um, and of course, all your Hallmark movies are also streaming on the Hallmark app. Um, I think you have to have cable service or pay for a Hallmark subscription to get that um but then also um you know just movies in general that are floating out there the holiday love actually um last holiday the last holiday with queen latifah that's a great one that deserves a lot of love of course elf um So, And one of my favorites that's on Disney uh, is Once Upon a Christmas and Twice Upon upon a Christmas. And it's Mickey and Minnie and the gang. And they kind of reenact little stories. And that was, I mean, they've been out forever. um, But those were our favorites when my kids were little. And I still have to watch them every year. I'm going to have to
1: introduce... My girls to that,
4: yeah. The littlest one would love it. She's a mini freak. All right. Well,
1: we've got plenty to watch and catch up on this week. And if we, we'll see you sometime next week. Yeah, I'll be here. righty. stick with us. We get more for you coming up next.
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song?
4: I'll sing
0: it, Dad. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin! Alvin!
1: Hold on. You only got four four more days. Right? Four and a half. And I promise you, around here, once the 26 hits, I'll have to beg for Christmas music. And then you might get one in July, just because it's fun. But most of those that push the buttons around here aren't going to allow you to hear it until December rolls back around. So just soak it in and enjoy it while you can. Well, I can't
2: speak for all the producers, but I I did spend the uh, first part of my working life working in retail where they didn't have the same size of music library. So I would hear the same seven Christmas songs. So I
1: worked in retail before... You had the digital streaming and sort of all of that. And so there was literal CDs that were in the back that came for, for that particular um, place. And so if you worked multiple shifts or whatever, you literally heard the same songs on repeat for hours at a time. And for the first little while, it's fun. And you dance along. And then by the end of the season, you're head banging. Your head of thing. And you all you know the you know that you know when it's coming, you know the whatever, and it yeah. They don't talk about that kind of stress on those that were now I think you turn on different streaming and it's a it's a better mixture.
2: More variety. But it's not just Christmas music either. I vividly remember hearing no less than a thousand times Big Yellow Taxi by the Counting Crows and was going I like this song. I did. I hate it now. I don't want to hear it ever again.
1: Never, ever, ever again. Well, if you're not tired of Christmas music, don't forget though, a Mississippi Christmas with Steve Azar will be uh, gearing up. So things will look a little different on Super Talk tomorrow afternoon. But there's still plenty for you there, and you know, make sure you take take the time to get ready for whatever weather could be coming this way. Um, and I said, don't go overboard necessarily, but just be smart with it and uh, gear up for it. If you're gearing up for knowing that maybe you won't leave the house for a couple days, and well, you know, not because it's going to be, well, it is going to be dangerous weather, but not from the s- standpoint of like potential tornadoes or anything like that. How do you prepare? Like, what is your winter survival, like your cold weather locked-in survival kit? And I'm not mean like the kind you really should have. I mean more like, okay, I'm not going to leave the house for the next three days so i'm going to make sure i have what on hand
2: it depends on what mood i'm in it's either going to be sandwich stuff like i might even splurge and go to the deli and get some some actual like thick sliced turkey or something Mm -hmm. or if i'm feeling particularly lazy i'm just going to go to the frozen section and get some pizzas and just have a stack of frozen pizzas to go through
1: No other, like, snacks that you just feel like, you know what, I'm going to have this on hand because I'm going to sit down and binge watch something?
2: Mm, Maybe in the past, but I've gotten better at baking, so if I really want something to snack on, I'll I'll get in there and make it.
1: Do you already pre-plan, like, think through, this is how we're so different. It's like, okay, I'm going to be in the house for three hours. I'm going to watch. I've got things lined up that I want to watch. I'm already sort of thinking through my couch or bed scenario. Have you thought that far in advance?
2: No, I'm actually trying to figure out what would be the perfect time to hit the road north and get to the even colder part of the Magnolia State.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: I'll be headed up to Tupelo to spend some time with the family again this weekend.
1: All right. Well, you, yes. um,
2: Which is one big reason why I'm probably going to wait until Saturday because Friday is supposed to be the cold day, and it's still going to be below freezing. Disrespectful
1: is all it's supposed to be.
2: But uh, yeah. It's still going to be a little warmer Saturday than it will be on Friday.
1: Well, the actual temperatures look better than the feels like. Oh, yeah. So, in my mind, if I can just make it to the car door and get it warm, then, I mean, who wants to sit out and linger in 12 degrees weather anyway?
2: <laughs> NFL fans, apparently, because there's what? a handful of games that are all going to be either low double digits or single digits or negative. You should get a free
1: hot dog and popcorn from the concession stand if you're willing to go and watch your team in those type of temperatures. You definitely deserve a high five or a hug as you sort of leave out a commemorative something. That's like a that's like a challenge. You should earn a t-shirt, medal, patch to put on your. Because if you if you're doing that, you've already got the t-shirt. You got the jacket. You deserve some sort of I survived brownie patch. For something like that, especially when it's going to be played on TV, someone said in a, a jug of adult eggnog I just got from the store. I hear you. There you go. alrighty Well, you got plenty more coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from three to six. But Rhino and I will see you after Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you and yours, and make sure over the weekend you take time for the good things. It's a for
0: you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.